Welcome to Anchored Daily. This is Connie joining you today as we look at chapter 7 of the Old Testament book of Joshua. When I was about six years old, I stole a small coin purse. You know, the rubber kind that opens in the middle when you squeeze the ends. It was red and fit perfectly in my small hand. I was in big trouble when my parents discovered what I'd done, but I accepted my punishment and returned it with an apology. Embarrassment for all, I learned my lesson. Have you ever crossed a line for your own advantage at some point in your life? Follow with me the progression of sin as described in the book of James. But each one is tempted when, by his own evil desire, he is dragged away and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Now that's trouble. When the Apostle Peter tells us something about God's immutable, unchanging character, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. We're learning account after account to know God understand his constancy, to trust him. He never gives up on us, and through God's atonement, trouble turns to hope. Today's chapter focuses on one man. Up until now, the Israelites had followed God's commands and were undefeated in their advancements to take the promised land because the Lord was with them. But their winning streak suddenly came to an alarming halt. In a snapshot, verse 1 outlines three things the Israelites did not yet know. First, an unfaithful act had been committed regarding the devoted things. Joshua had warned them not to take any of the plunder from Jericho. These devoted things were to be destroyed, but Achan took some of them. The term devoted, or kerim in Hebrew, refers to an irrevocable giving over of things or persons to the Lord. It was meant to purge evil so as not to pollute the conquering people, the Israelites, with false beliefs and practices and pose a threat to the proper worship of God. Anyone who violated the command brought judgment on themselves and would bring about their own destruction. Secondly, Achan was from the tribe of Judah, the Bible mentions Achan's lineage three times in this chapter. Achan is a direct descendant of Judah. You may recall Zerah and Perez were the twins born to Judah and Tamar back in Genesis 38. Achan was Zerah's descendant, and because Achan did something that brought destruction to his family, Achan's line ended here. The other twin, Perez, also had a direct descendant living at the time Jericho was conquered. His name was Salmon. Salmon would marry Rahab, the harlot from Jericho, and they'd become the great-great-grandparents of King David. This distinction is important because Jesus comes through the lineage of Judah by way of Perez. And third, God's anger burned against all of Israel because of what Achan did. How did the Israelites learn that God's anger burned toward them? When their scouts determined that the town of Ai could easily be overpowered, they sent a small faction of men to conquer it. Badly defeated and sustaining a significant loss of life, they were devastated. 
What went wrong? Joshua and the elders of Israel ripped their clothes, covered themselves with dust, and fell face down before the ark. Sounding much like their forefathers who complained to Moses when they suffered and wanted to go back to Egypt, Joshua said, Ah, oh, sovereign Lord, why did you ever bring this people across the Jordan to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? If only we had been content to stay on the other side of the Jordan. Was this to be their demise? Joshua thought so. He was terrified that word would spread of this defeat and they'd be wiped off the face of the earth. Beginning in verse 10, the Lord spoke sharply to Joshua. Stand up. What are you doing down on your face? Israel has sinned. They have violated my covenant, which I commanded them to keep. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have stolen. They have lied. They have put them with their own possessions. That is why the Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is devoted to destruction. Further, God required the guilty party and all that belonged to him be destroyed by fire. So God told Joshua that all of Israel was required to present themselves tribe by tribe, and the Lord would narrow it down to the guilty party by selecting the tribe, then the clan within the tribe, the family, and the man. God could have easily told Joshua who did it, but one man's act of disobedience has jeopardized the entire community. When it got to Achan, he admitted he coveted and took a beautiful robe, silver and gold. Judgment was carried out. Achan and his family were stoned and burned along with his animals and possessions. The chapter comes to a solemn close in verse 26. Over Achan, they heaped a large pile of rocks, which remains to this day. Then the Lord turned from his fierce anger. Therefore, that place has been called the Valley of Achor, which means trouble, ever since. But God didn't leave it at that. The Swindoll Study Bible gives this insight. When the Jews returned from the exile, they came across this story in the genealogical record. They would have remembered Achan as Achor, or disaster. But they would also have recalled the prophets described the Valley of Achor as a place of promise. In Hosea, God declared that he will change the place from a site of trouble to a place of triumph, a future gateway of hope. Isaiah referred to the dry valley as the spot where herds will someday be pastured. End quote. From cover to cover, the Bible's overarching message is that of God's sovereign plan of redemption through the work of Jesus. Despite our worst trouble, God is all about restoration and hope. Psalm 23 says, He restores my soul. Our prayer is taken from another psalm. May your unfailing love rest upon us, O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to check out more podcasts just like this, you can go to Bethel.ch and you'll find amazing selections of podcasts and much more. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us with 
podcasts at Bethel.ch. See you next time.